0: By faith we come to Jesus Christ, and because we're sinners, the grace of God is given to me. It's a merited favor because I do miss the mark every day. Every day I miss the mark, but the grace of God is there. The grace of God is always that, that merited favor that is given to me and to you free. Free by Jesus Christ.
1: Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. Today we're moving forward in our reflection on the inspiring legacies left behind by several faith heroes of the Bible. In just a moment, Raul will turn our attention to Enoch, a man whose testimony isn't given much space in the Bible, but is known for walking so closely with God he was spared the pain of death. We hope you'll follow along as we look at Enoch's example of absolute devotion. And later, we'll offer this 20-part study titled, Men of the Bible. Join us in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 5. Here's Raul Reese with the lesson, Enoch, the man who trusted God.
0: Enoch was quite a character when you study his life. There are only two people that never died, Enoch and Elijah. In the New Testament, there's a whole church that doesn't die, We call that the rapture of the church. Hundreds, thousands will disappear and will go to heaven without death. And so we're living in a time that you need to understand, I need to understand that the rapture could take place at any time. We want to study these people's character. We want to know what kind of people they were. Because when you read the Bible and you look at their lives, they were very godly people. They knew their God. And God knew them. And I want to make sure that God knows me and that I know God intimately in my life. You know, I've had some very godly people in my life in the last 50 years to teach me, to speak to me, to counsel me. But one of them was my father-in-law, Ed Farrell. And he was a real man of God. And then I have also, I've read a lot of D.L. Moody, great evangelist that preached the gospel. He has hundreds of books that he wrote. And then Oswald Chambers also has a lot of books that he has written. And Finney, a major evangelist, but also teacher, the way he evangelized and the way he taught the people. Billy Graham, amazing man. I got to meet him and his wife, Ruth. Nobody that was more gutted that I've seen than Billy Graham. Very simple. I mean, simple life. Simple preaching. And then Dr. Van Cleef, he taught at Bible Life where Chuck went to school. Dr. Duffield, another one. They taught here. These two pastors taught here for many, many years. And uh, they went to be with the Lord. And then uh, Dr. Orr, he was, I mean, a great, great pastor, a great theologian. And he uh, spoke for me in West Covina. When I was out of town, he would speak for me. And then, of course, you have Romaine. He was here a lot of times. Pastor Chuck's assistant, Dale and myself had the privilege of spending a lot of time with him, a lot of years with Romaine. And then, of course, Pastor Chuck Smith, my pastor. But you never forget the word of God. You never forget the heroes of the Bible, because you can read them every day, their whole story. Enoch is a hero of the Bible, a great hero of the Bible. The book of Hebrews chapter 11. There's a gallery of names that are given to us. As a matter of fact, there's 16 names given to us. 14 men names and 2 women's names. In the book of Hebrews 11. Let's begin by looking at chapter 11 verses 5 and 6. We're going to see one name. We're going to look at Enoch. His name, by the way, means walking with God or dedicated to God. He says, by faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death. He didn't die. Faith here is an interesting word in the Greek. It means to believe, trust, confidence, fidelity, and faithfulness. That's what the word means. So we see that Enoch was faithful. Enoch trusted in his God. Enoch had confidence in his God. And then all of a sudden, one day, he was walking and the Lord ch- took him home. There are two witnesses that are coming back in the book of Revelation when the church is in heaven and the Antichrist will rule and the false prophet. I personally believe that it's going to be Enoch and it's going to be Elijah. They've never died. They're coming again. And the reason I believe that, because in the book of Revelation, as they come to preach the gospel in the tribulation period, they're going to be killed. They're going to be martyred when you read it. And for three days, they lay in the streets of Jerusalem. And on the third day, they rise from the dead, and they're taken to heaven. And everyone in the world is watching as they're going up into heaven, and their iPads, and their computers, and all these, they'll be looking up. And God speaks tremendously to Enoch. And it says this, he was taken away so that he didn't see death and was not found because God had taken him. The word taken here means to transport, to exchange, to change sides, to transfer. He was transferred by the Lord to another place. For before he was transferred, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Underline that. Don't forget that. He pleased God. He was very pleasing to God. Walking with God. Which means he did what God said. He was human, like us. He wasn't perfect. But he pleased God. We need to please God. We need to learn how to please God. And one of the ways to learn how to please God... Is by reading the word of God. Because then you get to read in every chapter. Everyone that ever lived. All the stories. The bad kings. The good kings. All the women in the Bible. And then it says. He says God had taken him. For before he was taken. He had this testimony. That he pleased God. And then without faith. It's impossible to please God. So he says. Oh I'm pleasing God twice. You can't please God apart from faith. Without faith. you got to have faith. When I came to Christ by faith, never seen God, still never seen God. I probably never see God until I get to heaven. And that's with all of us. But I believe the Bible. When I got saved, I heard a little voice. I knew that something happened in my life. I didn't see lightning. I didn't see lights. I didn't see anybody. But as the message was given by Pastor Chuck, that message from the TV to my heart was piercing my heart. And that had never happened. I knew something happened. But I got on my knees and I asked Christ to come on my life. All alone in him, nobody in home. My wife at church. And God knew exactly when I needed God. This was the end of my life. The end of my life and my wife's life, my kid's life. And God knew that that moment he had to touch my life. And he did. And with you, the same place. He saved you exactly when you needed to be saved. By faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. And then he says, for he who comes to God, again, must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently are what seeking him you have to be diligent in seeking God the word diligent here it means to investigate to demand worship that's those that have been investigating about God is God real or God's not real So I step out by faith. I must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently are seeking him. The word to please her also in the Greek, it means this. It means to give pleasure or to gratify interest. The word without faith, it means apart from, separately from, or without from. So you have all these words that mean something. And the other language was just Greek. So for me, as I read the scriptures and I see these little words and I study these words, man, it gives me more assurance. Salvation is the gift of God by faith. To me, Enoch is a type of person. it's very simple. He has a family. Then my question is, how come his family didn't get taken? Elijah's family didn't get taken. This was a time sin was rampant. The judgment of God was coming. Imagine he went for a walk and never came back. And the Lord is coming for his church and the trumpet is going to sound and we're going to disappear and we're going to be in the presence of God. And so I look forward to this. I read the study this week. I was really excited. I really got a lot of confidence to say, you know what? Jesus is coming. And not to be afraid of death. It's a pleasure to die to be in the presence of the Lord.
1: This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Don't forget, we're here to help you grow your faith. And tomorrow, February the 7th, is our 200th Straight Talk episode. Join us in person or online at 7 p.m. West Coast time. To find out more, visit us on social media or at somebodylovesyou.com. Let's listen now to the final part of our study, Enoch, the man who trusted God.
0: Hebrews eleven six, 6, as we're going to see in a moment again, without faith it is impossible to please Him or to please God. And then Hebrews 12, 14, I love this verse. I always quote it. Without holiness, notice, no man shall ever see God. That's a pretty heavy scripture. Without holiness, no man shall see God. Holiness means separated. To God. It doesn't mean you're perfect. Because we all sin. We all miss the mark. But it's a time holiness me to be separated. You want to be separated to God. You can tell a spiritual person and a carnal person. A spiritual person, not all of them, they don't play a supernatural role. They don't really play like they're better than everybody else. A spiritual person is Humble. And they have this desire in their hearts to be a witness in front of people like Enoch so that people can see that I truly have faith in God and I want to please God. I want to please God. You see, by faith we come to Jesus Christ and because we're sinners, the grace of God is given to me. It's a merited favor because I do the mark every day. Every day I miss the mark. But the grace of God is there. The grace of God is always that unmerited favor that is given to me and to you free. Free by Jesus Christ. And here Enoch, the man, his name means dedicated to God. Are you dedicated to God? Your name might not be Enoch. But we're supposed to be dedicated to God. In every area of my life, committed Fully, completely. In Luke 3.37, we see his name with Methuselah's name. The son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, and the son of Mahel, and the son of Canaan. In Hebrews 11.5 again, by faith Enoch was translated so that he did not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before the translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. In Jude 14, now Enoch the seven from Adam prophesied about these men also saying, behold, the Lord is coming with ten thousands of his saints. Not ten thousand, ten thousands of his saints. At the second coming, we're coming with him and the thousands and thousands that are coming back to the kingdom age. So when I read the Bible, I read the scriptures, man, that brings so much comfort to my life. It excites me. That already I know my future. And you know your future in heaven. That's where we're heading. I can't plan. You know, a lot of times we're planning for a vacation, which it may be two weeks or three weeks away from now. How do you know you're going to be here? We can't be confident in ourselves. We have to be confident in God. We have to be careful how we live. Because as I live for Jesus Christ, then I can say for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Because my kids and my wife or my husband sees how I live. I saw my wife the way she lived. I hate her because she lived a life of righteousness. And I wasn't righteous. And I think that's important for us. that when I came to Christ, I looked at her life and I was so glad that she lived the way she lived for my kids and for me. It convicted me. And maybe you're that person today here that you're getting convicted by somebody because maybe you're a Christian, but you're a carnal Christian. Enoch was not carnal. He was spiritual. And I think for us this morning... That as we look at our life in walking with God, that God is with us and who can be against us? Really, who can be against me? My enemy? Go for it. But if God is for me, who can be against me? The Lord is my protector. He watches over me. He takes care of me. He gives me what I need in my life. How many times we get mad or we lack of faith because you've been praying for something and the Lord says, no, I'm not giving it to you because it'll hurt you. And you keep being persistent and God said, okay, I'm going to give it to you and it's going to do, it's going to hurt you. And then you cry out to God, well, you asked me, I gave it to you. I told you. And that's what we have to be careful with our prayers. The way we pray, what we pray for, how we pray. So then the Lord knows our hearts and we can stand in the presence of God and say, Lord, here am I. Lord, use me. Do what you want to do in my life. I give you my whole heart. In Acts 4.13, it says, And now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, They marvel and they realize that they had been with Jesus. Have you been with Jesus today? Tonight? Tomorrow? We have to be with Jesus. And the only way to be with Jesus is to be alone in the word and in prayer and waiting upon God. So the Holy Spirit can be brilliant in your life. And they'll see people and they'll say, you know what? That person is different than all these people. Jesus. Jesus is the one. Apart from him, I can't do nothing. Because remember in Matthew 13, in the parable of the seeds, he says that a good seed brings forth, what? 30, 60, and a hundredfold. There's no such thing as a fruitless Christian. No such thing. If you call yourself a Christian, a believer like Enoch... You bring forth fruit, and it's lasting fruit, lasting fruit at last. And I think that's what we need today in the church more than ever before. And I want to be in the presence of God. Exodus thirty-three, fourteen says, "And He said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest." Speaking to Moses, "I'm with you, and I'll give you rest." Communion with God, walking with God. And so when I sit down, like Enoch, and like Methuselah, and like Noah, and I want to sit in prayer in the book of First Thessalonians 5, 17, Paul says, pray without stopping. Pray without ceasing. Don't stop praying. But pray. Spend time with God. And read your Bible. I mean, Enoch went for a walk, probably to Pray. Take a walk with God. Hey, Lord. And the Lord saw that every morning he did that. Spending time with God. And one day for the last time he took a walk praying and all of a sudden the Lord comes by, boom, takes him. And one day we're going to be at work. You're going to be at church. You're going to be somewhere and the Lord's going to sound the trumpet. Boom. And imagine the people that will be left behind. They know that Jesus came for the church. The emptiness you're going to feel. The devil comes in and begins to beat on you because he won the battle. He deceived you. That's why these chapters are so important to me. I learned through these chapters. Because I want to learn how to pray. In the book of Romans eight twenty-six, he says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps you in your weaknesses. For we don't know, notice, what we should pray about or how we have to pray. But, listen carefully, but the Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. A lot of times you're hurting. You see people hurting. They don't know how to pray by just crying and moaning. God says, I know you're hurt. I know your pain. I know what you want. That's in the scriptures. That's the word of the Lord. And we need more of that. You need more of that. I need more of that. That I need to groan a little more because the spirit listens to my prayers. And if he listens to your prayers, my prayers, imagine where we would be today and where we're heading, towards heaven. And when you pray, he says, where two or three are gathered in my name together, I am there in the middle of you praying. Two or three, the Lord is right in the midst of us, listening as we worship him. And then in the book of Acts 1.8, he says, But you shall receive power, When the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and all the world. To all the world. That word that he uses here, you shall receive power, is a word deutimus. It actually goes with dynamite. You'll be dynamic. So the power of the Holy Spirit... It's going to be with me, give me the power when the Holy Spirit comes upon me. And that word there is a P, it comes upon me to empower me so that I can speak, that I can live the life of Christ. Because see, when you come to Christ, first of all, before you come, the Holy Spirit is with you, convicting you. And then when you're ready to accept Christ and you say, okay, Lord, I surrender, I want you, then the Holy Spirit comes into your life. And a lot of people stop there because there's the appeal experience and that epi experience is the power to overcome sin. And when you overcome sin, it's because you're not carnal. You're spiritual. And you're reading and you're praying and you're obeying God's word. And that's what he wants in our lives.
1: As you meditate on Enoch's extraordinary spiritual commitment, we hope you'll take the steps to strengthen your own personal relationship with the Lord. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Rees. If you'd like to get a copy of today's program titled Enoch, The Man Who Trusted God, we'll send you an unedited version for a donation of $5 or more. Just call us at 800-634-9165. We'd also like to tell you about the entire series we're currently airing on either CD or an MP3 thumb drive. It's titled, Men of the Bible. It's a 20-part study by Raul Reese that zeroes in on the life-shaping choices of Joseph, Daniel, Peter, and many others. You'll see that, like these early believers, you can do mighty things for God when you surrender your will and entrust your future to His plan. Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 to order Rawls' Men of the Bible series. We'll send you this 20-part study on CD for a gift of $26 or $21 for the USB drive. Our number once again is 800-634-9165. You can also order this resource by writing us at Somebody Loves You Radio, Post Office Box 4440 Diamond Bar, California, 91765. We encourage you to take advantage of all of our free resources. If you'd like to review one of these programs, just browse iTunes or Spotify to download the podcast. You can also email Rawl personally with your prayer requests and Bible questions. His address is pastorraul at somebodylovesyou.com. And be sure to download our app for convenient access to live streamed teaching, digital Bible studies, and much more. Your generous donations help us keep sharing God's Word through these broadcasts, and we're grateful for your partnership. Join us next time as we continue this series with a challenge from the Apostle Paul. We'll see that if we want to be transformed to be more like Jesus and do mighty things for His kingdom, we need to spend more consistent time in His Word. Here's Raul once again with the closing comment.
0: By faith, Enoch was translated... So that he did not see death and was not found because God translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. He pleased God. To please God is to talk before him in uprightness and obedience. And trust his guidance in my life. And then W. Tozer says, sometimes I go to God and say, God, If thou dost never answer another prayer while I live on this earth, I will still worship thee as long as I live and in the ages to come for what thou hast done already in my life. God's already put me so far in debt that if I were to live one million millenniums, I couldn't pay him for what he's done for me in my life. He's done so much for you. He's done so much for me this worship I am falling in love
1: with you. this program is sponsored by Somebody Lives Your Radio in Diamond Bar, California.